All right, we're up. Um, it's time to do this shit again. Black Girl Brunch, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And I just told you this, but it's Black Girl Brunch that you're listening to. Um, I'm just excited to be back in the studio again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the day started off a little rocky, but you know, when we start getting, you know, in the mood to do this, it's, it, everything it all goes out the window. I was fucking going through it today. Like, it was one of them days where I was like looking out the window, like Mariah Carey, Hero was playing, and I'm just like, you know, why? Why am I even like out of the bed? Like, I don't want to adult today. I don't want to do nothing. And I'm like, how am I supposed to do this podcast? I'm not in a good mood. As soon as I saw you, I was like, hey. <laughs> I know, right? Kiki and shit. I totally and completely forgot. But other than that, um, I want to ask you how your weekend was, but I saw you <laughs> pretty much. I know. Yeah. I'm like, why did I see you? <laughs> I literally saw you all weekend. Except for Sunday. Yeah, yeah. except for Sunday. But we, I, we had to talk on Sunday. But... We were at the Cultural Crawl. Yes, which was very fun. It was very fun. So if you guys don't know what the Cultural Crawl is, it's just this cool group of black kids that travel all over the country, and they have um, bar crawls for people. So you pay you know, a certain portion to get in, and they give you all these discounts on food and drinks around the city. But it's really cool because a portion of the proceeds go to... Um, our, our art outreach program in the city. So. Yeah, and there's also art like around um, the Absolutely. walls. Yeah, and like the fact that you were vegan and you were able to get stuff was yeah, good because you exactly. could never eat shit. Yeah, so. never. <laughs> They thought about you in that um that way. So yeah. shout out to the Cultural Crawl um crew. Hopefully they'll be coming back in Philly because I need to go wherever they were. The drinks were like amazing. They were really good drinks, and I I, I didn't even go in wanting to drink. First of all, I only had three drinks, and like that that takes a lot of praise in my opinion because usually I be trying to go in. <laughs> All right, guys, we're just going to, before we get into our tea time topics this week, we thought it would be kind of cute if we talked about, you know, something a little bit lighthearted, something not shady, and we're going to talk about our favorite Disney movies. Yes, yes. You don't know, I am a huge Disney person. I know a lot of people get freaked out by adults that are obsessed with Disney. Like, I have my (laughs) Minnie Mouse ears from when I was four on my wall. I have a Mickey Mouse clock. I collect, like, Mickey and Minnie stuff. I just love Disney. I just, like, that it reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, exactly. that's, That's, like... I mean, I like cartoons in general, but I specifically like our cartoons from when we were kids. So you go first. Like, what's your favorite? My, I would have to say, I feel like Mulan like shaped me definitely as a <laughs> as a person. Um, shout out to Mulan, who is a non-binary, gender queer <laughs> icon. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, what was what was the guy? What was the guy's name? Um, with the bun. Her, yeah, with the bun. Um, yeah, hey. I, yeah, he was so cute. Um, he's also a bisexual icon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he. I just love Mulan because she really was like, she was really handing these niggas their ass. Like she really was fighting, and she was bad. And that movie, like when you were a kid, you were watching it, and you were like, "Damn, that's a shame how they treated women back then." <clears throat> like you watching it, like, "Damn, that's a shame." Like women, they used to, like men used to really give them shit. And then you grow up and be like, "No, pause." <laughs> 
That's like me right now and at work. <laughs> like, that's literally me right now and exactly. at work. Exactly. They really thought she was dumb because she was, a like, I mean, they didn't know. But, like, exactly. the way they talked about women, like, you know, around her, like, mm-hmm. you know, and how everything had to be, like, you know, macho or whatever. Exactly. So... Um, Mulan was teaching that shit before we even knew what feminism was. She so, was. And, like, you know how a lot of times, like, that can go terribly wrong when, like, lessons try to be taught in, like, Disney movies? Like, kids could just, like, pick it up and be like, I don't know. This is learning. This is not entertainment. Yeah, I don't exactly. want to watch it. I didn't feel that way about Mulan. Like, that was, like, a true, like, tell. Like, she, she killed it. And she, like, she was gorgeous, too. Like, yeah. I wanted to be her in every way, shape, and form. And <clears throat> I also really loved The Little Mermaid. Yeah, The Little Mermaid. That was a good one, too. Because Little Mermaid was not trying to listen to her dad. Like, she didn't give a damn what Zeus had to say. <laughs> Is that her father's name, or did I make that up? You did. Triton. King Triton. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I swore his name was Zeus. <laughs> no, Zeus is in the sky. That's a Greek he's guy. In the water. Okay. Yeah. Um, or no, Triton or Poseidon. I think his name was King Triton. King Triton. Yeah. I think you were right about that. But King Triton looked good as shit. Like, he did. He had a body. He, he didn't have no legs. No, though. but that's how men be today. Not skipping <laughs> squats and uh, having a big ass upper body. And but he had a, like beard goals, everything. Yeah, he really did look good. I was like, where they mom at? <laughs> I know like, Disney. That's the only thing I don't like about Disney movies. They always killed a mom. Like, why yeah. y'all got killed a mom? And um, no, well, no, the mom wasn't killed in that movie. Frozen. That's a current <sighs> they took movie. Them both out. That was yeah. They took them both out. Frozen. That was a. That's a recent Disney film. Obviously, especially if you had kids, you're definitely familiar with it. Right. Um, that is a killer. But remember, movie. like. When Frozen first came out, everybody kept saying, singing that stupid ass song, Do you want to build a snowman? So I was like, I don't want to build a snowman. Like, I, this is too overrated and people making me hate it. But then one day, like, you spent the night over my house. Mm-hmm. This is when I was still on my mind. Mm-hmm. You spent the night and we just had like a movie marathon. We watched all the shit we never saw before. Yeah. Devil's Advocate, single white female, whatever the name of that movie was. And we watched Frozen just being like, I guess I want to watch it. Yeah. And as a girl kind of going through shit and like going through pressure and realizing that you really not about to be what society wants you to be. And a bitch starts singing, let it go. And you realize what it really means. Like, girl, that shit, that song to this day, like if I'm having a bad day or something, I will listen to let it go. Cause right. like she was singing her ass off and the stuff that she was singing like she don't want to and then when this bitch said the cold never bothered me anyway i said wow she's no. ready for war yeah and no when she, remember when her outfit started transitioning yeah she had she's like you know what fuck these rags that i've been wearing because my parents ain't want me to be the ice bitch that i was and then she was like let the storm rage on like she did not care what was coming no, she, she made care. an ice castle like Elsa was like pretty much essentially what she said is who won't check me. That's pretty much she did. what she said. Even though it's it's very controversy and very controversial. It's very controversial. Mm-hmm. But Elsa isn't really my favorite part. I really like Anna. Um because she was like, you know, I just love the sidekick of like the tough redhead, you know, <laughs> you know, weirdo. Like that's always like, you know, a character in the movie. But like, you know, I really liked her for that. And like I like the fact that, 
even though Elsa always rejected her, she always was on her. See, I'm Elsa because, like, I'm like, of course she was happy because she didn't have ice coming out her <laughs> hands and shit. Like, that's why she was happy. She got to live through life as a normal girl who just thought her sister would be mean. It's like, no, I like Elsa knew, like, I, it's, I could kill you. That's why. Exactly. I'm she almost did when they were kids. Exactly. So that's why she had that. If y'all peep, that's why she had that uh, that gray streak. And her hair, but I notice a lot because Noelle, you know, she's always making me play with Frozen dolls. And <laughs> watch, so I know a lot of extra things that maybe I shouldn't know. Well, that movie, it definitely gave me life. And also Lilo and Stitch because oh, yeah, Lilo was like, remember when she had that little red-headed bitch have it? Like, that was the first movie I seen where a little girl, like, just fucked up another little girl. And I'm like, this is reality. <laughs> I never seen like and it, I that till this day that still like has me shook like exactly and her sister was body goals like still she really was like that's who these hoes want to look like now I feel like that's who I could look like if I stopped playing that's very true so <laughs> but yeah that was fun each week we're gonna try to do something fun our favorite this our favorite that just at the beginning of the week now let's get messy let's get into my favorite part of the show tea time <laughs> the first person that we're going to talk about right now um or the yeah al sharpton uncle al <laughs> <sighs> uncle al recently took a picture um a selfie and it, it was the weirdest thing you ever seen because he took this picture and in the back of him, you could see the mirror and you could see his full body. And I don't know what happened to him. Like, what? where did he, like, disappear to? He um he got weight loss surgery. Of course, my mom told me that. But, he yeah, he got weight loss surgery. That's why his face looks like, like, a lot of... He needs of, to find it because yeah. it is not, it's not a good look for him. And, like, I know that sounds mean, but, like, this is a prime example of how sometimes looking thinner does not mean that you'll Exactly. Better. But when you get weight loss surgery and you lose it so fast, it's like your skin can't keep up with it. Like, right. you know, and his face is just like, and he's so. It's not even the way his face looks. It's the his, picture. His the body. outfit, he had, like, that and one, like, matching set on, <laughs> like, the navy blue tube socks and sneakers. Like, he just had... He was one. ready for war. He really Where was. Where was he going? He was probably, you know, going to the gym, trying to, you know, get tight and firm. <laughs> oh, and, you know, don't even... say tight and firm and, like, Al Sharpton. <laughs> I mean, because, like, even though he did have weight loss <sighs> surgery, it's like, you know, because I watch a lot of my 600-pound life. And, you like, I, I do. Um, but... It's a tool, not a fix. So he probably was like, you know, I'm getting a little. He probably was falling off, and he like, let me let me get back in the saddle. Let me tell you something about Al Sharpton, though. The angles in which he's taking these pictures are what's fucking me up the most. Like, he's clearly trying to make it so that he takes a selfie, and in the background, you'll have at least four or five like mirror shots catching him at different angles. Like it, it's it his when back your whole, is arched. <laughs> when your whole fit on point, and you want everybody to see it. Why are you endorsing this? Like it's so like I because just, I love seeing old people like be stupid on social media. <laughs> like he like and it's he, not enough of them. No, it is like when I saw that picture, I did not believe it was him. I'm like, why? Did he looked he... like he just pooped on himself. <laughs> <laughs> what? He did look shocked. Like he's like, well, gotta clean that up. 
shit in my pants. All right. <laughs> so Al Sharpton, like his his nieces, nephew, somebody just need to take his like Samsung Galaxy and just like <laughs> make him stop taking these terrible selfies. And the face, like the face that he's serving, is just like what's that, what's his like nemesis name? The other civil rights fighter, <laughs> Jesse? What? I don't know. I'm gonna call him Jesse, Jesse Jackson. Yeah, but, Jesse Jackson. Oh, I thought I was just like being racist because of like the the Jackson pop. I don't know. I, <laughs> I just Jackson. Jesse Jackson. I feel like he doing it to make him jealous or something. <laughs> Wait, like, is he I'm still alive? Jesse Jackson's 100 alive because <laughs> oh. he did something offensive recently. Oh uh, well, that's not surprising. No, and also like Jesse Jackson. Like I just can't with him anymore after he gave like Barack Obama all that shit back in the day because Jesse Jackson wanted to be the first black president. And who? So Voting for that joker. Like, Jesse Jackson, we don't, like, no. No, just absolutely not. So, Al Sharpton, you know, continue. Just for Sabria's sake, give us more pictures and... (laughs) Please. All right, so let's talk about another feud. Look, let's talk about Nikki and Remy. And I know everybody is tired of talking about them, but we didn't have no podcast when they was beefing. So, (laughs) we got to talk about it now that we got a podcast. It's just... All right, at first, I'm like, all right, like, you know, get even though I'm a huge Nicki Minaj fan, Me too. I, I was like, you know, Remy, like, go get it. Because I was, I don't like the Nicki Minaj people being like, oh, I'm number one, I'm the only female rapper, I'm this, I'm that, and that, that. It's just so much bragging about being number one and all this stuff right. like that. It's and just it's like, all because of, like, you, yeah, you're commercially, you're number one. Because yeah. commercially, white folks like you. Exactly. And, you know, that's cool. Like, but that's not going to get you no, you know, rep in the street. Like, it's not about who I like more. It's about who won. Exactly. And, and she's not. Remy, like, murdered Nicki Minaj. Because a lot of stuff she was saying, I'm sorry, it was really funny. <laughs> it was really, it, it was seven minutes long. And it was seven minutes long. But now I'm starting to be over Remy and starting to be over the whole situation. Like I'm not over it because I, I like the drama. I don't like it. Like, I hate the faces that she be making. Like And then she was like, wait, wait, yeah. we was in the same. I'm like, you're not even really laughing. But, no, she's and it's not, not even funny. Sorry, let's just, let's bring this shit back. Let's, let's really start this over. So obviously everybody know that Remy and Nicki Minaj are beefing. And they're beefing because we really don't know, but they were destined to beef anyway because like, God forbid they're two women two women rappers at the same time in 2017. Yeah, y'all bitches like, gotta stop that. Like, God forbid that they're two, like, really good women rappers in 2017. Like, th- like I just felt like Queen Latifah and Missy Elliott and them, they never did that. But they also, like, they weren't girly girls either. Yeah. Like, the girly girls, they can, it can't never be two of them at one time. Like, Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim, it can never be two. That's so irking because I just want to like everybody. Yeah. Well, I do like everyone. Yeah, I was. And I, I love them, them even more than they beef because then they get to show what they really made of. Anyway, um, so... You know, recently, after Nicki Minaj released that No Fraud song, in my opinion, that was pretty much her handing it over and saying that I don't want to fight, you know? Because that song is ass butt in the club when you, like, you trying to be cute. Like, it it, it slaps. That's it slaps what it is. in the club. 
It's cute though. You but don't respond to what she did to you. Cute. Like you don't feature nobody on a diss track. That's, that's when I was true. like Nicki Minaj. You showing what type of bitch you was in high school. Like you was the type of girl that started a fight and got your cousins. Exactly. But even though that was like a corny move, it also was a strategic move because it's like for, that'll forever bang in no, the club. It won't. It It'll won't forever bang. I, I feel like it will. I don't be think in the no club. frauds will forever bang. I think I no like, frauds was on them charts because of the hype surrounding it and. Who, who still listens to No Frauds? They don't even play that shit on the radio no more. Like, it, it was not like what Mariah Carey did to Eminem with Obsessed. Like, Obsessed yeah, is that an was iconic very, song. That was very good. But, like... Or what Drake did to Meek Mill. Like, that roast... That shit comes on in the club, but No Frauds wasn't Lil Wayne's best. It wasn't Drake's best. And it damn sure wasn't Nicki Minaj's best. I mean, I hear it a lot when I go out and, like... I feel like I hear it, and I hear it a lot in Snapchats when, like, when, you know, when, like, a light-skinned girl trying to piss off her ex-boyfriend or whatever, <laughs> she's lip-syncing, like, to no fraud. That's when I hear Let's it Let's see lot. if we hear it in August. It's very true. I think by August, they're going to be like, what is that song? Like, that was that was a waste to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, like, stupid hoe. Was to Nikki um, towards Lil Kim, and it's good. Like I go off on that shit on the yeah. elliptical. Like please, the elliptical be smoking when yeah. that song come yeah. on. Like Stupid I really hope. go off to it. That's a good. That that is a good one. That's something that will haunt you forever. Exactly, but no frauds wasn't even that to me. Yeah. Because it's like you called her a fraud, but how was she a fraud? And then like you were a fucking fraud. And um also Sorry. like. Angry. What? What's her name? Uh, R- R- Rala Ali. R- Rodiga. No, the, um, the girl that was um, Remy, my uh, friend, and she was like, "Well, she won't love hip hop." Remy was like, "Nobody ever crosses me twice." I hope wow, I, you I, sound just like I, her. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite scene. Well, listen, okay. I, she was in a video. Um, yeah, because she, she but she's thirsty though. Like she is. You thirsty. don't make friends with a uh, love and hip hop bitch. Like you, come on, Remy, you know that. That's rule number one. But recently, you know, recently what re-sparked this was that they were both on the same stage at the same night, yeah. and people like Nicki Minaj was getting tough because that's how she is. But Remy <laughs> Ma, you know what I want from Remy Ma to do is to ignore everything because you've won already don't make yourself seem like you thirsty for more attention by constantly addressing Nicki Minaj every chance you get yeah like she's starting like that's getting um that's getting really played out like and it's just like so like I cringe watching this stuff like I was cringing watching her say the stuff even though I was trying to figure out why the fuck Nicki Minaj had on a the, fur? <laughs> the hashtags were funny. <laughs> that I was trying to figure it out because I was under the central air in my house when I when I was reading it, but I still was right. hot. I still was hot, so I didn't get it. <clears throat> like, bitch, you got on this main coat. I don't give a fuck how much it costs. Nicki Minaj does that every single time somebody try player, but it costs a million dollars. Well, then you a goddamn fool for wearing a million-dollar coat in the summer. Exactly. Like, she really could have waited. Like, I would have really appreciated because, like, pink's my favorite color, even though, like, I don't do fur. It's just, like, I would appreciate. I didn't body appreciate body season. It really is. And then she had them hot-ass boots. Like, I love Nikki, but her shoes, her shoes always irk me. They always want some queen shit. Yeah, and it's like... All right, like sis, stop. Leave. Like, like it's rainbow inspired. I feel like she's like, I want it rainbow inspired, but I want it sturdy enough to like walk <laughs> around. So make it expensive, but make it ugly. Yeah, I always like, I always be like, oh, her outfit cute, and then the shoes. I'm like, uh, yeah. 
she she definitely got to come harder with the shoes. But Remy, uh, she makes a video like, Nikki, you was acting all tough on the stage, but then she takes out the paperwork to show what time. Remy, don't, you a grown woman. Nobody care. You won. And we know Nicki Minaj is afraid. We know. And Nikki, that, that, this is not, you know, you're not off the hook is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> what is this prog shit? Uh, that's in it, somewhere in Russia. I don't get it. Well, I don't know. But first of all, um, I don't think you really want to be in Russia during this time. <laughs> that's not a place where, you know, you want to be like, oh, yeah, bitches, I'm in Russia. Because, you know, the relationship with Russia and America right now is a little faulty. So I don't think you want to be over there. She like... First of all, I didn't know what Prague was, and I don't care because it sounds like a snow brown people there. So <laughs> what? The, I don't care. But she's like, you just can't even spell Prague. Yes, we can. It's fairly easy to spell, <laughs> and I just like I like I. I'm tired of her doing this like she was born rich. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm tired of her like, oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got this many number ones. I'm the highest selling this and the other. And that still did not save you from getting roasted by a bitch who doesn't have all that. So what but does that mean? Also, let's not forget the green. Uh, never forget iconic when Kim said, Indian hair don't come in green, dummy. <laughs> she said that. That was so iconic. But my be the thing is, again, love Nikki. Um, you know, but my, when I started being like, uh, towards her is when she did not say anything when the Pulse nightclub shooting happened because she had, if for real, for real, Nikki wouldn't be shit if without it was the gays. without the, without gays or like, you know, she would not, without the LGBT community, she wouldn't be shit without him. So when she said that and like, she blocked, um, she like blocked or unfollowed one of her um fans that said something to her about it and I was like, Oh, that's a little suspect. But then she was like promoting this single. And I'm like, Okay, if you could promote this single, why can't you say something about literally all you, she could have just tweeted a rainbow and a heart right. hashtag pulse. It's mm-hmm. It's, it wasn't that hard. Or what about the fact that she was liking all those people' comments that were like, she don't have to defend Pulse, like she don't have to do this and she don't have to do that. But it's like, all right, Nikki, so you're liking the comments saying that you don't have to say anything instead of saying something? Like, I get that, like, you know, for example, this this thing is happening with, like, a lot of uh, black people are being killed on tape. And orig like originally when it first happened, like when Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown, I had like a lot more energy to just kind of address everything and to publicly just go on mm -hmm. tirades. But as it happens, it's not that I care less. As a matter of fact, I care more because it's, you know, now it's a clear line between it. Yeah. But my... It's, like, so hard to address it every single time. So I get being emotionally, like, just worn out and not feeling like you could just go. Like, you might be so devastated that you can't say anything. But like you said, all you had to do was send a heart. And most importantly, all you did not have to do was like all those comments saying, you ain't got exactly. to say Exactly. That was weird. That was very weird. So I, I'm just not, I, I, I didn't respect that. But Remy and Nikki, y'all need to bury it, like, Nikki, stop performing no frauds, okay? Because you're, like, that's fraudulent on your end to try to pretend. Like, me me and Drizzy laughed at that. He should have laughed at a, all the shit that you said. If he was a real friend, he would have been like, sis, like, I'll write it for you if you want, but don't let Shit, me. he can't even write his own stuff. True. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. But, like, I think I'm so upset with Nicki Minaj is because 
I actually thought she was going to deliver something good. Yeah, I did. Like, I don't know if she was tired, whatever. Like, like monster. Yeah, like that was, but like that Nikki, I feel like that Nikki is, she's gone. Yeah, because she broke up with the person that was, you know. And I know a lot yeah. of people like, he didn't write that. Why did everything change when they broke up then? It changed. How hard has she, she has not gone hard since. Has been no Roman revenge. Shit, ain't even really been no super based. So it's like, the, oh, there's one common denominator. And what's that boy named? Safari? Yep. I hate to give his corny ass the credit because he really is ass. But like, okay, he was writing those raps for her. I'm sorry. And that's, that's that. If you... Um, what's the hashtag on Twitter? Hashtag let's argue. <laughs> Honestly, write us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com if you got anything to say about this. Or, you know, just, I don't know, you can come fight me in person too. Like, whatever you want. But um, I'm I'm done with them. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to hear anything else about this beef, but I'm happy we kind of had a chance to talk about it. Because, like I said, we didn't have a podcast back then. Exactly. You got to forgive that. So, moving on. These two hoes is back on the show again, T.I. and Tiny. Um, so I thought it was clear what was going to happen with T.I. and Tiny. I thought they were going to break up. And recently there's been a picture of her in like a fashion overdress and like him. And what was he wearing? He was wearing like. Um, it looked like he, you know, when um, hood niggas be um, going to, they be at their baby shower and they wear their, Bur- yeah. they wear their Burberry button up. <laughs> Yeah, it it really. He definitely looked like he was trying to put on a front. So they were like leaving out of a restaurant or some shit together, and you know they're parents together, and they are husband and wife. So there's a chance that they could just be putting their differences aside just to co-parent the right way. I don't have a problem with that. I got a problem with everybody sharing their picture. Like, yes, like. Y'all stay together. Exactly. No, don't glorify don't glorify that. Like they need to be apart. Like she needs to grow. He needs to grow also on his own time. They need to grow. I see, I'm the type of person, I don't give a fuck we got kids. I don't care how long we knew each other. I don't care if you bucking up my energy, you're done. Like and she needs to they she needs to just get out of that and but my problem isn't even with them being together, you know. Mm-hmm. It's with like you said, people sharing the pictures and be like, Yes, love Gold. wins and other like, like, goals. Fu- like, like how is that goals? This nigga really just sat across the table to him, I spent money on you. Like And not only that, this nigga he cheated with your assistant. Exactly. It don't get no worse than that. Said it to your face, wasn't sorry, and tried to flip the script and emotionally abuse you, which is like what so many guys do and like I'm just a huge fan of breaking up. Like exactly. I really am just because throw the whole nigga away. Throw, throw him, him away. away. Because like why like everything ain't worth saving. It's and not. And you need to realize what's worth saving. And people gonna argue they were married. Like they wasn't just Who dating. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know? That's a fuck. No, no dead serious. Like alright I get that they was married but them being married ain't stop him from betraying her. Exactly. So why should them being married, like, you know what I mean? And also, I can't even believe that I'm quoting Little Duval of all people. Whoa. But he said something. Whoa. He said love is not worth fighting for. He said love and fight, that shouldn't even be, that don't even sound right being together. Because he was just talking about, like, a situation that he was in and, you know, he had to let it go because it wasn't just worth fighting for. And I, I, you know what? I got to agree with him. It's not, it's different. It's the first fighting for, like, you know, if it's distance, like, you know, your partner live on the other side of the country right. or whatever. Somebody, you know, is has an illness or something like that. But 
But like, is somebody doing dumb shit and you keep on like yeah. fighting? It's not. It's not worth fighting for. No, I totally agree. And I just, I know so many people that romanticize struggle in a relationship. Yeah. And it's so like, annoying. Everybody want to be that rain on me ass bitch, Ashanti, <laughs> like pushing each other yeah, in the rain like, and then forget. kissing. Ashanti was getting her ass beat in that video. Like she was never. She forget. was really getting her ass beat. It's just not cute to me. It gives me anxiety. And I know things can't be like easy. And I'm I've never been married, obviously. But I do know when I start getting taken advantage of and when things start messing with my self-esteem and I start feeling like I'm not good enough for somebody or I can't trust them, mm. I can't be with them anymore. Exactly. So I don't know if T.I. and Tiny are together. And if they wanted to work it out, that's their damn business. But I'm just like, what the fuck is on y'all biscuit? Like, why are y'all really promoting this? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. If they, like, you know, like you said, if they together, you know, or whatever. But y'all got to stop looking up to that shit. Y'all got to stop. It's not cute. It's it not cute. Not cute at all. So, like, Tia and Tiny, like, can y'all just co-parent, like, separately? Yeah, like, one of Paltrow and, um, what's that nigga name? Chris Martin. Uh, Uh, What was they called? Uncoupling. That's what they called it. Wow. Yeah. That's so white. I know, that is so white. But white people be knowing some shit on some stuff. They be knowing how to co-shit real quick. They do. Like, real good. Like, I'm a co-parent. I'm a... I'm a co-partner and like I'm a co-owner and I just want to co-parent with somebody one day either on purpose like if we decide not to be together and have a kid or if we it don't work out. Co-parenting is so important and like I get it. But like being together is not important and having your kids, you know, see that is, you know, pretty dysfunctional. It very is. So, y'all get your shit together. Um speaking of parenting, so, like, are they here or are they not? I personally, okay, we're talking about the twins, obviously, um, Beyonce's twins. But honestly, I think, me and my mom think they were born, like, a month ago or something like that. So, I'm just so, like, this has been a large reason why I've been in such a bad mood, like, today, <laughs> yesterday, just pretty much the whole weekend because, like, Beyonce keeping a secret has, it just has me foggy because I don't understand why she would do this to us. But um, I don't let Beyonce stress me out anymore. Like, well, I really just ignore I, her. You know I tried. I said, like, I was going through it this whole weekend. You was trying to talk me down, but sometimes I just, like, Beyonce just do, does shit to me because it could all be so simple, you know? Or maybe it's I not. just, I, I ignore Like, honestly, I think that she had the twins, like, a month ago because, um, like my mom said, she always got to follow Miss Tina. Miss Tina is in New York. Beyonce is living in California. So I feel like she would not leave California right. unless the wedding that Miss Tina was really at was not happening at this time, really. <laughs> well, right. She posted pictures, you know, but listen, try to make it seem like she, you know. We got to go through this from like start to finish the evolution of what the fuck in the twins. So. <laughs> First things first, Beyonce stopped making those little skits, those videos that she be making on mm-hmm. Instagram. And that's when we knew that something was up. Yeah. We kind of just felt that the twins were coming. Like, I I literally woke up, like, something, like, hit me in the middle of the night, and I was like, is it happening? And she had the push party. She had the push party, and she was big at that push party. Hey, like, baby. she was all belly. Mm-hmm. And that push party is a really cool idea, by the way. I had, I've never heard of it up until then, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm all into, like, alternative, like, parties. Because baby showers are just nauseating to me at this they point. Are. I'm really tired of baby showers. I've just been to 
to too many, Same. and it gets hard to do that shit different. Yeah, it it, it really does. So, push party, I'm coming for you whenever I have something <laughs> to push. But, um, yeah. So she disappeared from the scene, and all the rumors come about her having these babies. Like mm-hmm. Tina was writing cryptic blessings on Instagram. Yeah. And remember, I sent it to you. I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? Yeah. And for like the past two weeks, people pretty much thought that these twins might have been on her way. On their way. And then all these, like, major news sources on Saturday night were just like, congratulations, Beyonce, from a source. But, like, everybody was saying that. Like, I'm talking about the big ones. E! News, they weren't saying that Beyonce's allegedly in labor. They were saying she's 100% having this baby Yeah, right but, now. like, after TMZ trying to kill Lil Wayne, I was like, <laughs> that's very, it's very falsy to me, like, I know. news stations. Because sometimes people would just be so thirsty for a story that... I don't feel like they would do that with Beyonce, though. I feel like they they got a good Trump is source. president. Yeah, but like anything people voted happen. for him. Like, you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying anything can happen. But all those sources at one time, like E News plus USA Today, all them sources at one time. That they piggyback off of each other. That's not true. They Nobody wants to, everyone wants to have the best and the truest story. Even if TMZ dumbass did it, E News, USA Today, they will say allegedly. Like, Come on, look, stop making that fucking face. You're making me no, so mad. because, like, I I don't believe nothing until I heard the words coming out of Beyonce mouth. Well, I it's not even that. Like, I feel the twins. Like, I feel that I they're don't, here. I don't feel it. I feel that I, they're here. I mean, I, I don't feel it, but I feel like if they were here, it was definitely not this week. It was definitely, like, I've been month. feeling that they were here for a while. I feel but like you want them to, huh? We all do. We all do. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, we all gonna believe. No, no, no. I don't. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not gullible enough to be like, oh, E News said it. So no, no, no. It's like too many signs and symptoms. Symptoms. It's too many signs like pointing in this direction. And then so somebody released a picture of this lady with a balloon that had a boy and a girl in a car sticking out of it that said B and J. And apparently she snuck into Beyonce's room. Now that threw me off a little bit because like really that's sloppy as hell to have a car with a B and a J. And also that could have been Photoshop. I mean, like I said, you have to believe that's why they're called sources. Like there's some integrity to these sources. That's very true. So, I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, maybe, you know, it's a boy and a girl. And that night, I got real fucked up because I go on Beyonce's Instagram and I noticed that she has deleted every single picture except for the ones where she's pregnant. But to be honest, I don't know if I just caught that Saturday night or if she been did it, but she deleted everything that wasn't her pregnant. That's wild. That's so, like, that's that's when I started realizing that she was fucking with us. And it wasn't, <laughs> and I was like, these twins, let us, just let us know. If you can go and delete all those Instagram pictures, it probably wasn't even Beyonce. It probably was like an assistant or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it had to be like three assistants working on it. Exactly, because Beyonce's like Instagram is so strategic and it's goals. Like I love looking at it because yeah, of how yeah. personal and like unique it is to her and her brand. But it had to like that direction had to come from somebody to delete all those pictures. Yeah. So then I'm like, all right, let's see where Tina knows at. Tina knows is uploading pictures at a wedding in New York City. And I'm like, either these twins are here, and that's why Tina felt like she could go to New- fly to the other side of the country and enjoy this wedding, or 
the twins ain't about to be here and Beyonce is good and Tina felt good. But that situation that you just said about Tina faking it, that seemed like some crazy no shit to do. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, I was really thinking about this. I'm like, I really don't trust. That's why I'm not stressed because I, no matter what I think, I can't, the bottom line is I can't trust them. Yeah, well, I think that, like, it's somebody else's wedding. Like, I know they rich, but damn, they can, like, front, like stage somebody else's wedding just to get around, like, Beyonce pregnancy? I don't know. I feel like it, <laughs> I definitely feel like it's definitely some sneakery going on. Oh, 100%. So then I wake up the next day and Matthew fucking knows, released a picture talking about some happy it's birthday, their hair, uh, love grandpa. First of all, I don't know what app he used to create that flyer, <laughs> but it was totally unofficial. So I wanted to get happy like, oh, grandpa confirmed, but... You know, that's not how Beyonce shares news. That's ever. not at all. Think about how she And she's, those colors was too bright. Right. Like, think about how she announces everything. Like, how she announced she was pregnant with Blue at, at the fucking MTV Music um, music Video Awards. Yeah. Think about how she announced she's pregnant with these twins. Think about how she announced Lemonade. Yeah. Beyonce, like, her self-titled. Like, she Beyonce is not that person to be like, hey, guys, new album coming out. She ain't gonna do that with her damn kids. Yeah, so that now I'm thinking about it. Like, that shit really irked me because that graphic was ugly and shit. It looked like... It, is. it looked like some, like, a, a party at Chuck E. Cheese, like, say, invitation. Like, a dollar store happy birthday card. Yeah, that shit was... And then this nigga plugs his Instagram yes, on the at bottom. At the bottom. And I'm like, this is why... <laughs> they like, don't fuck with this you. This is why they don't fuck with you. And you know what? Daddy Life Lessons had me, like, back on Matthew's side because I realized, you know what? Beyonce, Beyonce ain't mad no more. And then Solange featured him on the seat at the table talking about his little experience with racism. So I was really starting to forgive Matthew again, but then he pulls this stunt. And I'm so happy that the internet went off with me. Like, the internet was like, Matthew, don't nobody trust your sloppy ass. You got your side chick pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And you was at an age where you should definitely know better. You got your side chick pregnant. That's like sloppy top. One on one, so sloppy top. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> I could have. All right. I'm not gonna say sloppy top again. That's like sloppy shit. One on one. That's how you know I'm not you because I didn't. <laughs> sloppy top to me is just like talking sloppy. <laughs> Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> all right. Now you made me feel like that. Um. I <laughs> I was just like waiting for why are you laughing? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. So after Matthew got real sloppy, I was waiting for Tina to kind of clean it up. And she made a video today and she started it off like, okay guys, I want to share something really important with you. <laughs> and I'm like, go on. What is it? She tells me I bought this house. Tina? <laughs> like Tina, respectfully, because I love Miss Tina. I feel like she's like a, a great aunt or a grandma, but that was the first time I wanted to disrespect Miss Tina. Be like, listen, <laughs> all right, let me just, like, just walk in her video <laughs> and be like, hey, Tina, Tina, shut the fuck up if you're not going to talk to us about these twins. I don't care. They all, they, know, they are just so, oh my gosh, secret squirrels. And I hate how she was like recording it. Like she was recording it like a classic mom. Like you could see like her chin was clearly like 
front and center in the <laughs> camera. And she like, I know y'all suffering. Y'all want to know. But. Exactly. And tell me about them grandbabies. And you know, we don't want to hear a damn thing other than that. So another question I have is like, where's Blue Ivy? Like, I feel like she is the one like strategically planning how we're going, how they're going to like announce this. Or is she probably delivering them. <laughs> yeah, like she got scrubs on. Now I picture Blue with like a flow chart. That's like, listen. Like Doc McStuffins. <laughs> yes, we're going to send Matthew in there to distract them. Meanwhile, like you ever seen that meme? It said that they're probably celebrating Beyonce on um, the oh. twins' first birthday. Oh yeah, <laughs> probably. So you know what? This, like you, I'm at you. I'm, I'm with you. The twins, we gonna see him. We gonna see him. I really need to just relax and exactly. Don't let Beyonce stress you out. No, I, I got to do better. But yeah, that's that. Hopefully, how much you on bet they gonna like show pictures as soon as this podcast is over? Yeah, she probably showing them right now. Well, anyway, <laughs> that is it for our tea time today. We're going to move into the sunken place where we have two actually like black icons. So it's pretty, it's pretty sad, but this goes to show you that sometimes like our old kin folk can really, they just stay in one type of like activism. Yeah. And they never grow. Yeah. And it's like the hush hush activism. Like, now don't step on those white folks' feet now. Exactly. Like, the <laughs> I'm going to step on their heads. I'm Exactly. I'm coming for their necks. Exactly. But it's an Uncle Tom ism, is what I'm going to call it. But mm-hmm. the first person is um Steve Harvey. So, black folks love Steve Harvey. I don't know fucking why. I haven't liked Steve Harvey since he put, um, put out that book, Tones to Act Like a Woman, Think Like a Man, because that is literally like the most oppressive thing you can say to a woman. Like, act like a woman, but be slick like a man. Like, what, is, what does that even mean? So, I was like done with that. But, um, yeah, recently he said something about, um, like, he made a comment about Flint water. Yeah, and the thing is, I didn't believe it at first, but then I saw um, a news source like posted that he did say that, and I'm like, "Wow, that was very." You don't no, say that. That was disgu- that was disgusting, and all the he said it over sports, right? So, somebody like called his show and they said something shitty about the Cavs, and he likes the Cavs, so he goes um, to the caller. So, are you from from Flint? And the caller said, "Yeah," and he said, "That's why y'all ain't got no clean water. When was the last time you touched water and and it didn't have lead in it?" And then when the caller hung up, he said, "Enjoy your glass of brown water." So, like, I'm sorry. What part of the Flint, you know, water crisis is funny? First of all, it's a crisis. Like, yeah. nothing about a crisis is funny. Like, why would you? It's just like, why would you go there? And like, not to mention, he like met with Donald Trump. Like, Steve Harvey, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, but we've been rocking with you since you had them big ass suits on in a box cut, just for you to get which on. was a wig. <laughs> You think it was a lace front? No, it really was a wig. Really? Yeah, it was. Wow, I just thought he dyed it. No, it was a wig. That's impressive. <laughs> that's seriously. I know. For back then, yeah, that's how you know how vain he is. Maybe I need to go back and look at it because it might look really wiggy now, like how Beyonce wigs used. Like we thought it looked good back in two thousand seven, but you see the net now. So <laughs> I'm like, maybe like if I go back, I could catch. It was a wig. A box wig? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. 
Interesting. Well, <laughs> we still accepted you because I'm quite sure that like somebody <laughs> saw you without your wig on before and could have said something, but they didn't. And like you had spicy red suits with shoulder pads, and we still accepted you. And we get this. That was disgusting. Like I really can I cannot believe that somebody would fix their lips to say that. <laughs> like that was disgusting. So Steve Harvey, I've been canceled you. Like I've like I have been like you've been fired he's, since the he's Donald se- Trump thing. He's sexist, he's um misogynist, he's uh what else is he? He's a lot anything it is he's that Yeah, he he's just offensive and I'm over it. <laughs> Um, next up, we got some Stevie Wonder. <sighs> now y'all thinking, what could Stevie Wonder do wrong? Now, first like, of all, if you know me, you know I always cannot stand this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot stand Stevie Wonder. He's Joe is shit. He's talented as fuck. Like, Joe his voice shit. is beautiful. Like, like Stevie Wonder, like, I don't understand how you could be annoyed with him outside of this. Because, like, yeah, he Joe, but he old. He's just be acting old. That's very true. But you just don't like Stevie Wonder because you just don't like people like him. <laughs> yeah. Like, that just be jealous. That smile a lot, yeah. You yeah. don't like happy people, generally. <laughs> so, that's what I'm getting at here. Um, but recently, Steve, Steve, how about I say Steve, um, Stevie Harvey. <laughs> Stevie Wonder was at a, a, like, Black Lives Matter event or a police brutality event. And he was talking that shit. And then all of a sudden... He says something like, well, in order for black lives to matter, we have to uh, stop killing each our, other. Yeah, we have to stop killing each other. You have to stop killing yourself. And that's just a age old, like, shit that people, you know, that older black folks say. Well, number one is what white people say. Yeah, exactly. And first of all, black on black crime is a myth. And if you don't know that now, you need to realize that it is. It's a myth. Um fucking watching id channel back to back like back for back, for 48 man. hours straight and there's nothing but white people killing each other but nobody says like you know white on white crime and statistically speaking if you live in a vicinity of all people that look like you and if you're going to commit a crime the crime that you're going to commit is going to be against your own race because exactly. you guys live in the same vicinities and people don't look at that. But no. only black on black crime you gets called out. never heard the Mexican on Mexican crime. Yeah. You never heard on yeah. white on white crime, Asian on Asian crime, whatever the case may be, whatever the equivalent. You've never heard about that. And that just goes to show me that you guys are feeding into the narrative that people have created for us, that black folks is violent. Y'all kill each other more than everybody else. Exactly. Well, yeah, it, we get arrested more, but that's mm-hmm. because black people get arrested more more in general whether they deserve it or not so it's like it's but it's not just stevie wonder it's all them old niggas that used to be for us not exactly not like evolving with the time not evolving with the revolution like you know the naacp recently like mm-hmm. their a representative for them recently said something yeah. like that like you know, black on black crime can't matter can't matter unless you stop killing yourselves like what are you talking about and let's just say we are killing each other up who do we call on to to protect us when other black people are killed? But us? you can't even do you that because exactly because what happened? Um, I feel so bad because I forgot her name. But the recently, and recently yeah. the mother who was pregnant and she got she called the police and she got shot and she was pre- she was pregnant and she had she got shot in front of her kids. She called the police for help. Right. And they did that. So it's like, what do y'all want us to do? Exactly. Or like Philandro um, recently, you know, the guy who did it was let off for that. And like, it's not a white versus black thing. This is um, 
a police versus black thing because the police officers don't even always have to be white and we see that exactly. they don't have to be men and we see that like it could be people of all races and like that's a real problem and you had a platform to talk about it and instead of talking about that you you, you chose to make it our problem you chose to blame blame black folks yeah, again that goes over a lot of old heads like it goes over their head um saying when they say stuff like that like you know um why are you killing each other it's like you like you were saying they don't get the message no they don't understand they're fucking apologists too exactly the thing is they don't really want trouble with white people and I don't care if I have trouble with white people that's the difference I don't care what white person I make feel uncomfortable because nobody cares about Mike Brown's family being uncomfortable nobody care about um or these other Tamir Rice's mother being uncomfortable so why would I give a fuck about calling people out for what they did yeah black on black crime is not a thing it's not a thing murder is murder no matter who's doing it exactly yes there's problems within communities with uh a lot of black people, but if you don't connect education and if you don't connect uh, their income back to that, then you don't really want to solve the issue to mm-hmm. begin with. And, you know, Bill Cosby did that shit too. Any chance they get, they blame it back. Somehow, we're responsible for everything that happens to exactly, us. Exactly, because some people don't even have beds to sleep on. Mm-hmm. Like, some people don't even, ha- like, don't have a meal. And that can, like, affect your mood. And, like, if you don't have nowhere to sleep, nothing to eat what the fuck you got to live for that's why some people that's how some people feel like i don't have anything to live for so what is it it don't mean nothing if i you know shoot this nigga here and right. i'm arrested like if i go to jail i have somewhere to sleep i have something to eat right like if my kids is hungry i'm gonna set the dishes out your kitchen that's what people's mind frame is like exactly. so if you want to get to the bottom of this quote unquote black on black crime then it's going to take a little bit more for you to be standing on a podium talking that shit out the side of your neck you're going to need to get into these communities i'm sure he has he can't do it by himself but we as a unit need to focus on education and we need to focus on how these people are raised like you can't take it's just you know, apples and oranges. You can't compare the two things. Like, exactly. nobody would, like, it's the same as when a woman gets raped and people try to blame it on what she was wearing. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Nobody should, you know, be raped. Right. And people who are supposed to be protected by the police shouldn't be killed by them. And exactly. as exhausted as black folks are, with like, time and time, people on tape. You know, just getting away with it. Because, you know, before, you know, since the beginning of black people in this country, it was just all word against theirs. You know what I mean? Unless you were there, all you could do was read a history book about how terrible we were treated. Mm -hmm. Now, all you got to do is go to fuck on Facebook. All you got to do is go on Instagram and you get to see somebody who looks like you or your brother or your cousin getting shot. And it still don't matter. And it's- it don't matter. And they, But somebody who has been so influential to black people set up on a stage and said, but in order for Black Lives Matter, you better start valuing yourself. Exactly. And people started clapping. Like, I just, I didn't understand it. It's just, it's very scary that some uh, vast majority of people can be that ignorant right and like we it's just it's the apologist um negro the negro to think that if i'm good if i just mind my business and if i don't kill other black people then nothing will happen to me that's not that's true. not true they will shoot your black ass in a minute they'll shoot my black ass in a minute and that's why i go hard for it exactly 
Because I know that... They don't give a fuck that I have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. They think, you think you're a good Negro just because you, you uh, apologize? That's not going to do anything. Yeah, exactly. If you were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And it's just shocking that somebody as old as, you know, Stevie Wonder doesn't know that. Exactly. So, Stevie, like, I'm just more disappointed in you because you was a real idol. But you, you know, you apologist kumbaya as nigga. And I can't get down <laughs> with that. So I mean, I'm not shocked. I, I, I am pretty... You know what? Everybody, nobody wants to be controversial. Nobody wants to say, like, you know... White people have are fucking up. Nobody want to say that because they're afraid they'll lose it. white money. That's what they're afraid of. I'll say it. And that's why I like Nina Simone because she didn't give a fuck about their money. She didn't. She didn't care. And that's and you know and what? She died a legend. And she died a legend, and she ain't died as rich, but she died a legend. So you gotta decide what matters most to you: being an apologist, fake ass nigga, or being <laughs> a real one. So, yeah. Wow. That ends our sunken place segment. Um, but before it ends, I just want to say fuck Bill Cosby and fuck anybody who that support um, him. Support him because I, I can't talk about it. Like I'm not going to. Is he? It's just too much. But the amount of women that I saw backing up Bill Cosby, I just pray to God you're not put in a situation where no one believes something that you have. I'm to just say. waiting for this nigga to drop. Like just call me when his funeral happens. I feel like that nigga gonna outlive me. I don't know why he just got. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that one, but yeah. Moving on, it's common sense this time. Yes, and this week we are talking about side bitches. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know what this hashtag is. I've been seeing. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Um, hashtag side bitches winning. People saying that. Um, well, people are doing it on purpose. Yes, and I want to let y'all know that y'all not winning. Y'all not winning, and y'all not going to win. Well, the reason I didn't know that hashtag existed, that is, that's why the reason why I thought we was talking about this today is because we've been obsessed with SZA. Oh, yeah. And the song, The The Weeknd. And before we thought that the song was about like her being a side chick to this guy that's like in this one relationship. But um, she did an interview and she explained The Weeknd where it's not, it's about a guy who you know, he's talking to other girls, but you still, you know, want to get what you want to get. And you don't want to be his girlfriend. You just want to, you know, use him for right. the one thing. And I like that because a lot of people don't believe that women can do that. But that is totally different exactly. from being a side piece. Like, being a side piece is being like, all right, listen, I know you live with your baby mom. I know you live with your wife. I know you got this committed girlfriend. But I'm willing, you're going to leave her one day. So I'm willing to kind of... You know, sneak around with you, and you're never gonna, you're you're never gonna have a functional relationship. Right. And like, from you know my past relationship, the girl that my ex cheated on me with knew who I was. Like she was very aware of my presence. Right. And um, you know, everybody knew that like I was his girlfriend, but she didn't care. And I, when I approached her. Again, she didn't care. She was like, oh, no, that's my boyfriend, this and the third, blah, blah, oh blah. Gosh. But like, they I'm only sorry, was, my stomach is actually They hurting. was only she together to for, like, uh, they I was can. together for, like, a month. But he had already cheated on her because he still was in my face, you know? Right. And, you know. But still, she, knew, she knew she was getting cheated. Like, you, people like that don't care because they're just waiting. They're waiting for you to be. Like, it's like being Mary Jane. Did you, you ever watch the first season of that? No, I didn't. All right, I ain't got to talk about it too much, just in case you ever want to watch it. But she pretty much 
got comfortable with being girlfriend number two because she was just like waiting. She was like waiting for that guy to leave his wife and come be with her because like, you know, I, I understand it can be hard sometimes when you meet somebody and they got it going on and then you realize they got a girlfriend. But just in that instance, that nigga is not who you thought he was exactly. anymore. Cause he'll, and he'll do the same thing to you. Like, and my problem with a lot of, I mean, I laughed at, you know, the jokes and stuff like that. But to me, like now it's not funny and it's so popular, especially with our generation. And it's really like when you, because when I first found out about this side chick, um, whatever, I was like very, I thought that it was something wrong with me. Yeah. And then it really sent me over the edge because she was light skinned. And I was like, I mean, the bitch was big though, but. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that, she was. She wasn't like. But that really sent me over the edge. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why? You know, what was I doing wrong? Like, I, I just, you know, when you see, when your partner or your, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, um, travels, not travels, but like their eyes travel to another person, you think like you put the blame on yourself. Like, exactly. what did I do wrong? Why can't I be this person? Am I not funny? Am I not this? And I'm not that. And you're just sitting there and comparing yourself. And a lot of these girls don't care. Or a lot of these side pieces or whatever, they don't care. They think that, you know, it's, it's funny. It's justified, it's fun. too. Or it's, just, it's justified. People... I can't help who I love. Exactly. Because a lot of these new bitches, like, they doing it because they think it's funny. They trying to be heartless because somebody hurt them. That's what it is. Exactly. And, they, and I would never do something And like that's it. a classic case of, look, I'm acting like a nigga. It's like, no, you acting like a fool is what you acting you like. So, you know, you can try to do that to pr- prove that you're not sensitive, you know, and all this other stuff. But you're just being a fool. But then there's some girls who they're... They're quiet about it, and they're emotionally invested. Yeah, emotionally, emotionally attached, attached because they they really feel like they can't help it. Yes, you can. Sis. Exactly. You can help love it. And people it, do that shit every day. They move on from people who break their heart. And every don't day. even get involved with somebody. Don't let them even get that deep with somebody that you know is in a relationship. That's mm-hmm. not cool. No, and like like I I do get how relationships can get complicated and sloppy but you know just you got to think of what it's like to be that other person like exactly. me- and it does not feel it is not to be on the other side it feels like like I have never heard like honestly not even being dramatic like losing both my grandmoms and like being cheated on those were like some of the toughest feelings that like you know mm-hmm. I've ever like a wave of emotion and it's like again you you sit in you know by yourself and you can't even enjoy you know being with your friends did you you see somebody that you know reminds you of the side chick or whatever and you thinking like what did I do wrong what did I right. and these people just don't understand it I don't care if the boys mom don't like his girlfriend I don't care if the no. family don't like the girlfriend or that is not okay for you to step in and try to, you know, even if the home isn't happy, that's not your place. Right. It's not your home. Yeah, that's not, not your home. home. Let fix. them work that out. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot of niggas out here. Why you have to do that one? And when you're cheated on, it, it really does set your date in life up to be really, really difficult from that point on. Like, mm-hmm. I have never... Like, my situation is interesting because I'm never the the girlfriend whose boyfriend cheats on her with somebody else. I'm always accidentally the other woman. 
but without my permission. Like, I mean it. Like, ever since, like, high school, that was the first time it happened to me where, I like, somebody was talking to me. And I was, like, self-conscious in high school because... I was into my books. I wasn't like that bitch. So when somebody gave me attention that was cute and that had it going on, I was like interested. I was invested. And one day, like out of nowhere, I could just remember he told me like, you know, I had a girlfriend and she go to our school. And I was just like, so like, why would you talk to me if you already had a girlfriend? Exactly. Like, you know, I was just so upset, but like, I'm not a forgiven person. So I didn't talk to that person for like two years or so, just completely moved on. And that was my first taste of how crazy these niggas was out here. How they, it don't, cause his girlfriend was a pretty girl, sweet girl, but Mm -hmm. for some reason he still kind of had to. Had to mess with my head because they're never satisfied. And also, like when you decide, chick, you have to realize that this person is seeking you because there's something wrong with them. Like my ex was very insecure. He thought he was ugly. He still was holding grudges from like when he was in high school and people, you know, made fun of his complexion. Mm -hmm. He was like a very insecure person. So, and I was busy during the time um, I was working like. I was I was working at I'm terror behind the walls and I was mm-hmm. working like 14 days straight and um he you know I wasn't giving him as much attention as I was before and he took that chance to find affection you somewhere else. No, that's so, not you could have been fully invested and that nigga would have still did the same thing. Yeah, no, because that's the type of person he was. It wasn't even for that long. Like it's it people out here who like either. who spouses go to the army, navy, this that, and the other, and they can still lock it down. Like you being to tell me you can't take me working for you weren't working that crazy. Like you still were talking to him, you still were texting him shit. You weren't seeing me either. I ain't gonna get another best friend. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> and it's like all insecurity. So you think that, you know, this person is all this or whatever over you, but it's just they're insecure and they need that a lot of the times it's they need a lot of attention. Exactly. And I'm very I'd rather for somebody, you know, to be in an open relationship. That's very more that's more honest. But these niggas only want to do that because they're selfish. Remember that boy asked me to go on a date and I, I, I was just going to go, you know, to get a free meal. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I'm like, can I go on this date? Like, you know, this boy, he says no. But meanwhile, he fucking got this girl thinking that that's, she's his girlfriend while I'm his girlfriend at the same time. I couldn't get a fucking taco, like a slice <laughs> of pizza, but you fucking having your cake literally eating it too. That is just, it's so weird. Like... The weirdest situation that I have ever been in my life, and, like, a lot of people wouldn't even believe me if I told them this shit happened. Like, you know what I'm about to say. Yeah. I met somebody in Baltimore. Oh, no, it wasn't Baltimore. It was D.C. I'm a nigga in D.C. Like, it wasn't even nothing serious. Like, I literally met him on U Street. He was cool. He was tall. He was funny. And I was just texting him on some simple shit just to fill up my day. And he was funny. And all of a sudden, he just went missing. And I was like, all right, that's weird, but he wasn't my boyfriend. I mean, the yeah. conversation was good, but it is what it is. Like, niggas drop every day. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, my my good friend just happened to stumble upon a picture of him on Facebook because we had a mutual friend somehow, and it looked like he was getting married. So I was like, <laughs> no way. Like, this guy was like totally obsessed with me. And even though, like, I was in Philly and he was in D.C., he was making his business to just be obsessed. Yeah, exactly. And I just, 
at first I was like, I'm just going to ignore it. But then I'm like, no, I have to know if this guy who has been interested in me, trying to see me for two weeks and everything has recently got married. And when I asked him, he was like, trying to turn the tables on me. Yeah. He was like, well, I thought you said it was over it. <laughs> Niggas will answer everything except for, are you cheating? Who's that bitch? What's the number? <laughs> like, they will, they will, like, ski, like, run around the truth for so long. And I'm like, you know what? I'm the type of person who gets so irritated when people don't answer my question. I could totally picture me, like, taking a mega bus right down <laughs> to D.C. and, like, finding him. That's crazy. So, and also, remember he said he didn't have kids? Yeah. And he was taking a, he took a picture with, with a little, a little girl. Bo- a, little, a little girl. They look just like him. And, like, that was just weird. And, like, a few months later, I was talking to a guy. He was, oh, my God. This guy was, like, courting me for, like, I'm going to say at least two summers. At least two summers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I finally gave him the chance. He took me to, like, a nice place. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dang, I should have gave him some, you know, play a long time ago. <laughs> All of a sudden, he started acting weird. I ran him by my friend Melissa because this nigga went to school <laughs> in Plymouth Meeting. And I said she going to know this black boy in Plymouth Meeting because it ain't a lot of black kids, you know, in Plymouth Meeting. Ain't no. a lot of black folks there. And damn if she ain't know him. But not only she know him, she knew his girlfriend in like eight years. So I'm like, yo. And her profile picture was with them together. Yeah, so it's just, first of all, how you got the energy to have a girlfriend of eight years and then still take people out on a date? Like, that is exhausting. That is so crazy. I, I can barely text people back. And it's it's good that you had enough sense to, like, back away from them. Like, I don't want to get involved with this. No. Because a lot of people don't have that sense to be like, oh, I don't want to get involved with this. They don't care. And I want you bitches to know that you are not loved. <laughs> you are not loved. It's just, you're not. No, true. It's, it's you're just dealing with somebody that's insecure, lost, you know, crazy, and you're you're not loved. And this is why and it's you're important. And ne- you're never going to be loved because he's going to keep on, that cycle, he's going to keep on doing it. Because when somebody does not deal with, you know, the heart inside of them and how they feel about themselves, they're just going to keep on projecting and keep on doing the same thing. It's like a high for them. You know, being with somebody, having one person and somebody on the side, it's a high for them. So you're never going to be that girl. You're Mm -hmm. always just going to be the side bitch. And you just need to give it up. People see Alicia Keys and they think that side bitches have a shot. And, like, that was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like That was, and she's still corny. Yeah, she's, you know, so, like, don't use that as an example. And also, I just want to add that you really need to know yourself before you come into shit. Because when you don't know who you are, when you come into relationships, you will be be molded into whoever somebody wants you to be. Like, Mm -hmm. if I didn't know who I was before I got into a relationship with this basketball player, because, like, listen to this, okay? Homeboy was 6'7", played basketball overseas, Mm -hmm. had a lot of money. Let's just say I didn't know who I was, and I see that. That's appealing. That's appealing, but I know who I am, and I know that I don't need anybody, especially somebody who's not fully invested in me, especially somebody who could treat their girlfriend at eight years like that, because that's who I think about. I think about that girl. Exactly. Like, I just was, like, looking at her picture, and it just made me sad. This was was before I got cheated on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, because I always sympathize for somebody, because... You know, as somebody that got cheated on, you feel it when something, when your relationship starts out one way Mm -hmm. and then it goes another, you feel it. And I know she probably has that feeling. Right. Like she, I was just looking at her pictures. I just felt like she felt 
you know, something was off, but she was trying to keep everything together. And that's the sad part, you know, being on the other side is that you know something is not right mm-hmm. and you're trying to, you know, keep everything together. That's why I was so upset that this girl had the audacity to think that I was jealous of her because she posted a picture of my ex on her page and whatever and that he was with her now. Like, isn't I I wasn't jealous of her at I'm all. Hurt. I was hurt. It's my I was, boyfriend. I, I was hurt. Stepping out on me like and I was embarrassed. To care about me. Exactly. Yeah. I was hurt and I was embarrassed. But now I'm like, I feel sad for you. Like, you thought that you were the shit because you have somebody that's a 28-year-old toothless rapper <laughs> that has no money. Right. Because so I was mad that thought, you was dating him. And I was just that, like. Yeah. So if anybody thinks that I'm bougie now, you have no fucking idea. Because I hold this nigga down and he couldn't even get me fried rice, which was $3 <laughs> from the Chinese store. A bitch was starving. No. Well, listen. I just, you know, when I'm. I just was looking at, like, all the times, like, I was almost an accidental side piece when I was, like, Becky with the thick hair. Like, (laughs) I always looked at these guys, like, girlfriends' faces and how happy they looked in the pictures. Like, that shit is heartbreaking to me. Like, looking at another girl who probably know her nigga's a cheater, probably know that this man, he's probably done it before, Mm -hmm. but trying their best to just be pretty, trying their best to be thin, trying their best to be cute, and it just don't matter what they do because this guy gonna keep doing the same thing. And that's how, for a moment, I was like that. And I was just trying to keep everything together. I was working, I was dealing with, you know, depression, and I was trying to, like, keep him happy and I was trying to keep it all together and I'm like the audacity of this girl saying coming at me crazy when she doesn't know what the things that I've done right. or what we've been through and we wasn't even together for that long and you know what I'm gonna end this by saying this it's a special place in hell for girls who do not care about other girls. Exactly. There's a special head place in hell for you. So you go ahead. You don't care about that girl right now because, you know, it ain't you. It ain't your girlfriend. Who cares if I still her man? You going to get yours. Exactly. And I don't care if the other bitches, whatever, ratchet, his mom don't like her, this and the third. That's not your place. Right. And you're still going to get yours. And you're not loved. That's the, that's the moral <laughs> of the story. That, you're yeah. not loved and you never will be. You're not loved. So you might as well just love yourself. You're not loved. That's You're not loved, bottom line. You're not loved. Okay. So that ends it for the show. Um, wow. Like, we got that, a lot of our chest. Yeah, that, I know. That felt good. You know, it was like therapy part two. Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited for the BET Awards to come on. Yes. Because a bitch hasn't been <laughs> off for the BET Awards <laughs> since high school. Okay? So I'm going to be live tweeting. I'm going to be roasting everybody. I'm going to be there for everything. I'm going to be there yep. for the red carpet. We are live tweeting and we watching it together yep. at my house. Yep, because I'm braiding Sabrina here. <laughs> I'm going to be breaking your hair so tight because I'm going to be so tense watching these awards. Bitch, I'm taking ibuprofen. Yes, please do because you go on. Girl, I'm probably going to give you some Bantu knots, <laughs> some individuals, some micros all at one time because, like, I really am excited to watch I'm the very excited too. in peace. Like, I haven't really had a chance to watch it with Black Twitter, and I know this shit is going to yep, be Yep, and we got DVR, and you can rewind shit on my And TV, y'all got high depth, yep. so y'all going to, I'm going to be seeing the lace on bitches' wigs on y'all, um, y'all TV because, like, that shit is clear as ever. So, yeah, <laughs> um, hopefully you guys join us. My Twitter is imamate. And my Twitter is glutenfrida underscore. We're also going to be tweeting and Instagramming and everything else from our black girl 
brunch Instagram page, just normal black girl brunch. And on Twitter is BLK Girl Brunch. So yeah, we're about to finish up for tonight. Thank you all again for listening. Please don't forget to share this with your friends. We trying to grow. So, you know. And please don't forget to email us with suggestions. But also a quick shout out to my cousin Jarrell and his fiance Absolutely. Sean. And also a shout out to my niece Noel because she's going on prom this weekend. You know, we got to show <laughs> out. Prom. She's five years old, but still we want to show out. Exactly. Okay, I know what else gonna look so cute. <laughs> but yeah, definitely shout out to Jarrell and Sean just because I love them. They're the best people ever. And there's all our other friends who have just been watching us and encouraging us. Like exactly. we are, thank we really so appreciate it. So thank you all. You can catch us next week, every Wednesday, and we're out. Peace.